You're listening to RE Snapshots. Each fortnight, we chat about the science behind the weeds, tackling herbicide resistance, and bringing you the latest information with experts in the field. It's time for another edition of RE Snapshots today, and we're chatting with RE Director Stephen Powles. How are you, Steve? Oh, very good, Jessica. Still a bit sore from playing the first game of the hockey season on the weekend and, and golf, but aside from that, ready to go. Excellent. That's great to hear. Now, we're going to be speaking about paraquat resistance today. It's not something that's talked about often, but is actually quite a problem. When was resistance first found in, for paraquat? Well, actually, it's, uh, Jessica was the first problem of herbicide resistance that I worked on uh, You'd never be able to recall the 1980s, but I published uh, my first paper on herbicide resistance was in 1986, and it was on paraquat resistance in barley grass. So I started working on it in 1983, so it's a long time ago. So yes, plants can evolve resistance to paraquat. Uh, The reason that we don't have, uh, it's not a big problem, although several species have um, evolved resistance to paraquat. Uh, barley grass, um, brome grass in Western Australia, a uh, cape weed in in South Australia and Victoria. So there's quite a few, but it's really not a problem. That's mainly because we've switched from paraquat to glyphosate. Yes, so paraquat um, resistance has occurred, but in Australia, what happened when glyphosate came along was that many farmers substituted glyphosate, Roundup at the time. Uh, it's now got several names, but most people know it as Roundup, and Roundup, of course, great herbicide, and many farmers opted to use uh, Roundup glyphosate instead of paraquat, and that continues to this day, although we try to encourage diversity with the use of glyphosate and all other herbicides. For sure, and it is double knock season, so some farmers will be incorporating paraquat into their spraying program. What can farmers do to prevent paraquat resistance taking hold and keep that herbicide, the helpful herbicide that it is today? Yes, the double knock. Now, what do we mean by the double knock? Uh, And as you said, uh, farmers are practicing it, and the double knock is a full rate of glyphosate followed, usually around week later by a full rate of paraquat. Now why do we think that's a good thing? That's because there are always going to be survivors when you apply herbicide and of course we're trying to protect glyphosate as much as possible and the double knock is using paraquat uh, to help not only in weed control but to control any survivors of glyphosate. So let's say a very large area is sprayed with glyphosate and there will be and are survivors that are resistant to glyphosate, not many of them, but a few initially, and if then it is followed up with a full rate of paraquat, you kill those survivors of glyphosate, and dead weeds don't evolve. So uh, that is the principle of the double knock, why we think it's a good thing. It's a good thing for weed control, and and what it means uh, in answer to your question about paraquat is that most of the weeds have been killed by glyphosate, so then we're giving them a full dose of paraquat on a very small number of um, of weeds that have survived glyphosate. So, so we're not exposing many plants, and so we don't expect there to be resistance to to paraquat from that usage because we're only spraying a small number of plants. So again, it's the old thing of diversity. In this case, you can't mix 
uh, paraquinol gloves. So you can mix them, but you lose efficacy, so don't mix them. And so the best thing is a spray glyphosate and then come back um, anything from three days onwards um, up to 10 days or so and spray with a full weight of paraquat. Now, of course, there's extra expense involved, but it's a way of protecting glyphosate. Uh, and um, that's, of course, so important because glyphosate is simply the world's greatest herbicide. And the longer it can work on a farm in Australia, the better off that farmer will be. I have heard about some people doing a third application of herbicide. Is this something that you would advocate or do you think in most cases it's an unnecessary next step? Well, I imagine that we'll be in a situation like uh, this year where, where there have been very early rains in some places and, and therefore there are extended uh, germinations of weeds early in the season before crop seeding occurs, whereas in most years, in most of southern Australia, um, there is not uh, time to to have a triple knock, for example, because, of course, uh, farmers want to get the crop in as soon as possible. Uh, and there are, there are years when farmers who might want to practice the double knock don't do so because they uh, need to get their crop in in a timely manner. And so... It's horses for courses about which year you use the double knock and would only be rarely in those circumstances that there could be a triple knock. So I think we're encouraging the double knock. Yes, the double knock is the way to go. But of course, there is always those variables, as always is with farming. Weather can never be predicted entirely, can it? So back in 1997, though, you did publish a paper which revealed paraquat resistance in zero tillage wheat. What were the reasons behind why resistance developed in this case? Yes, so that was the first case. That was a paper published by a PhD student from Iran working with Chris Preston and myself when I was at the University of Adelaide before moving to the University of Western Australia. And that was a case where a farmer had was, was doing zero tillage, no-till, uh, continuous wheat production and using paraquat. He was using paraquat diquat, which farmers know as spray seed, but paraquat every year in a no-till wheat uh, only system. In other words, zero diversity, same herbicide being used every year and surprise, surprise, after 10 years, in this case barley grass was resistant to paraquat. So again, it's the old story. If you went on a good thing, stick to it. If you use the same herbicide without diversity, it doesn't matter what herbicide, they can all fail. So paraquat is no different to glyphosate in that sense it's um, so 10 years in a row every year led to resistance and so the secret of course with uh, paracot is as for all other herbicides went on a good thing very good just yeah so don't stick to it indeed and so i guess the message is that you know paracot resistance in that case where you published the paper in 1997 it actually does have the potential to become a problem So the message really is that the double knock that we encourage now is really the way to go. And I guess like if you're out there thinking like, oh, you know, maybe I'll use paraquat instead of glyphosate or something, that's probably not the way to go. Stick with the info that's out there, right? Well, a double knock is good. The use of of, uh, rotating uh, between paraquat and glyphosate is good. So we did quite a bit of modelling of that. uh, And uh, what that work showed was you're better off with whatever diversity you can put in the system. Uh, 
So, for example, uh, on on our farm, we grow Roundup-ready canola, which means we're using glyphosate in crop uh, to applications for weed control, and therefore we use paraquat uh, before, and uh, that is for the knockdown weed control before crop seeding or for other uses. So, uh, again, uh, whatever the system, uh, I think farmers should consider the use of uh, of, of, of both of those there, there are only two uh, knockdown herbicides glyphosate and paraquat um, and they're the ones that uh, they're both quite cost effective and and we advocate the diversity so not over reliance on either one of them uh, in fact the resistance that can occur is about the same time frame to either glyphosate or paraquat plants find it difficult to evolve resistance to paraquat Plants find it difficult to evolve resistance to glyphosate. You've got to try hard, Jessica. You've got to use the same herbicide every year, and then you can get the resistance. So obviously the thing to do is to diversify, and you know, a good thing, don't stick to it with either paracord or glyphosate. All right, well, thank you so much. And is there any other parting advice you'd give for people who are about to do their knockdown spraying? Uh, this is a year for... for Many farmers uh, in Western Australia, not necessarily uh, elsewhere in the country, where the opportunity has been there for the double knock and for those farmers who are in that uh, happy situation, then, uh, yes, we strongly advocate the double knock and full rates, of course. And um, uh, I hope everyone's going to have a good season. I hope that for ourselves and for all other farmers across the nation we need with the prices being what they are, we uh, need a good season and I hope we all get it. All right, well, thank you so much, Steve. You're welcome, Jessica.